Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time, and to, and and as usual, <laughs> I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 240, I'm going to be talking about how to create and sell an ebook. One of the best ways to get into creating digital products is by creating an ebook. Why? Because it's one of the easiest ways to get your feet wet. Think about it. You don't have to record videos. You don't have to set up a membership site. And depending on how you do it, you don't have to go through a lot of the technical headaches that you would have to do with many of the other kinds of digital products. But it's easy to get overwhelmed with all the details. And that's why I'm going to simplify it for you. By the end of this episode, you'll have a clear path to follow to get your ebook created and to start selling it. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Man, I stumbled over my... my um my uh, I'm stumbling right now. What in the world is going on? Over my introduction there. I don't usually mess up on that first part because I say it like a billion times. Okay, maybe 240 times. <laughs> but um, anyhow, we're going to get into this content and this is great content. I know you're going to get a lot of value in this one. This as I said, is episode number 240, and you can find the detailed, very detailed show notes at becomeablogger.com slash 240. So check that out. If you, you know, you, you're, you're driving in your car, you, please don't take notes while you're driving. Um, so you can go there and you can get the notes. You can get anything that I mention, any links to any of the resources. You can find it all there. Now, this episode is brought to you by none other than the Become a Blogger Coaching Club. Man, I am enjoying this 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 program so much interacting with the members and one of the really cool things that uh, that we started doing recently and it it's something that I think really helps to to keep us focused as we build our blogging business. But what happen is what happens is on Monday mornings we set our goals. So I make a post inside the Facebook group and everyone posts what their goals are for the week. And just going through those goals and seeing what people post is something that's very inspiring because you have people that are just getting started. You have people that have been building their blog for a while and they're setting different goals. I'm looking in there right now and I see Cynthia has a goal of recording her first video, which is awesome. Um, Nomita has a goal of uh, getting back into using her content calendar. Uh, Danette is also trying to record her first video this week. Samuel is, oh, I like that name, Samuel. 
Samuel. Samuel is is creating his editorial calendar for December. He's writing writing and publishing his articles, beginning brainstorming free products and resources, and creating shareable images. Uh, Colin is. Uh, editing six videos, creating and scheduling six blog posts, setting up his opt-in and updating his about and contact pages. And I mean, Darren is working on a Kickstarter campaign. Sabrina is creating her content. Hillary finally got um, a subject for her blog and she's getting the URL this week and hosting. And it's just so exciting because then at the end of the week, we check in with each other just to see how we're doing. And that accountability makes a huge difference. If you're not a part of the coaching club and you want to be a part so that you can build your blogging business, just go to bloggercoaching.com. That's bloggercoaching.com. All right, that's enough of that. Let's get into today's content because ebooks. Ebooks, relatively easy way to get into creating digital products. Um, now, I'll tell you a little bit of a backstory. My first ebook that I created, at least the first one that I created that I started selling. So I was working on my biology blog for a while, and I was not monetizing that blog. I was focusing really on just creating great quality content. I wanted to put out good content so that you know students would start sharing my content and my videos, and teachers would start using them, and, and, and that's exactly what started happening, and it was very exciting to see that. But it, there came to a point where I started thinking, okay, you know what? I need to start monetizing my blog. And I was racking my, 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 my brain on the different things that I can do, you know, creating products, digital products, um, promoting affiliate products, doing advertising, and so on. And I settled on putting ad- advertising on my site as one of the main um, monetization strategies for that blog because I wanted the blog to be mostly free because it's an educational blog and it was having such a, a great impact on people all over the world. And I didn't want people that that weren't able to afford the content to not be able to get that education. It, that blog has you know just a, a completely different purpose in terms of my mission behind it. Anyhow, one of the things that I, when I was going through and I was thinking through all of the stuff that I could do, I realized something. And this thing that I realized was so simple. It was like staring me in my eyes. Staring me at my eyes? Sure, let's go with that. Um, but the, the content that I had created for my biology blog, all the videos that I was recording, it was based on the notes that I took when I was in college, I was in one particular class, a physiology class. The name of the class was Systems Physiology, and I took very extensive notes, and they were very detailed, and that served the foundation for all of the content that I was creating on that biology blog. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute, I have these notes, they're already written, I could just go through and edit them a little bit and, and put it up for sale as an ebook. And that's exactly what I did. And that ebook has gone on to sell thousands of dollars. Um, and and it, it, it just took me, it actually took me just a few hours to take what I already had, the content that I had already created, and just repackage it into an ebook. And it was a relatively straightforward process. Now, I want to w- walk through the process with you, the process that I went through. I want to tell you the tools that I use so that if you want to create an ebook, you can do the same thing. 
But first, I want to start with the content because this is really the most important part of your ebook. I mean, it's the most important part of your blog. It's the most important part of your, your email list. It's the most, the, the most important part of what you post on social media. It is the currency of the internet right now. Content is king. You've probably heard many people say that, and it is the truth. So when it comes to your ebook, it is no different. Now, if you're trying to teach your audience uh, something with your ebook, like I'm doing with my study guide, there are a few questions that I want you to start off by asking. And these questions are going to sound familiar if you've been listening to my podcast for any period of time. And question number one is this, who is my ideal target person? Who is that person that I am trying to reach with this ebook. Just like I ask you to think about who's your ideal target person for your blog. Who's the ideal target person that you're trying to reach on social media? It's the same concept. Some people call it a customer avatar. I don't care what you call it. I call it an ideal target person because I like to individualize it. I want you to get as specific about who that person is. Okay? Next question. What exactly is that person trying to accomplish and how is the content of my ebook related to their goals so you really want to get an understanding of who that ideal target person is and what their goals are is it that they are trying to pass their biology class is it in my case that they are trying to pass their physiology class they want to get an a that is their goal or is it that they want to become a doctor is it that they they want to learn how to design a website is it that they want to learn how to manage their finances or how to how to coupon so that they can save money as when they go to the grocery store you want to be very clear on what their goals are and then how the content of your ebook can be related to their goals the next thing that you want to ask yourself is, what are the struggles? What struggles will they encounter as they attempt to reach their goals or their goal? It may be a goal. It may be multiple goals that are all related. But what struggles will they, will they encounter? You know, when it comes to passing their physiology class, will they really struggle to understand the function of the individual neurons? Is the action potential something that a lot of people just freak out about because they just can't understand how the sodium and potassium ions are flood, you know, flooding into the axon of the neuron and all that good stuff? Is that something they're going to struggle with? Are they going to struggle with trying to figure out how to manage their time as they're going through all of their college classes? You need to be, you need to be intimately aware of not just what their goals are, but what struggles will they encounter as they attempt to reach their goal. And then, and this is related to the second one, right? How can you best create content that helps your ideal target person accomplish their goal, or overcome the struggles? How can you best create content that helps your ideal target person accomplish their goals or overcome their struggles? That's, these are the questions that I want you to ask. So who is that ideal target person? What are they trying to accomplish? What struggles will they encounter as they try to accomplish or try to reach those goals? And how can you create the best content to help your ideal target person 
accomplish their goals or overcome their struggles. I want you to be super clear on this before you start writing. I almost said just now before you put pen to paper, but I know you're probably not doing that because it's 2015, 2016 or beyond, depending on when you're listening to this podcast episode. But even if you're putting pen to paper, that's that's perfectly fine um, to begin with. All right. So be clear on the answers to those questions. Once you're clear on that, then it's time to start writing. Now, all of the products that I create, whether it's an ebook or a course or a membership site, whatever it is, I always start with an outline. This podcast episode that you, you're listening to right now started as an outline. I would highly recommend for you to start with an outline because you know what that does? It's something different than when you just start writing because you, 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 I don't know if you've ever realized this, but if you just start writing and you just go from beginning to end writing out a blog post or uh, 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 an, an ebook or a report or whatever the case might be, you might come back when it's all said and done and realize that there was no logical flow to the content. And that's not what you want. You want to be able to get a bird's eye view of what this ebook is going to be about. What are the the essential elements that need to be included? And these are going to go back. This is going to go back to the, the questions, the four questions that you ask yourself. All right. So you want to start with an outline and you want to make sure that that in that outline, you are clearly showing how you're going to help them accomplish their goals, how you're going to help them overcome their struggles, all of the things that you need to in- include to be able to create this awesome ebook that delivers value to your audience. You want to put that in the outline. Now, I want to give you a pro tip because this is kind of this pro tip is something that I I really just stumbled onto, right? I didn't plan this out. I wish I could say, you know, I had this 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 great plan from beforehand and and this is what I did. No, I just realized it after I did it. But if you can plan out the content of your blog in kind of like a series so that you can then take that content that's freely available on your blog like I did with my biology blog, and then just repackage it as an ebook. That is a great way to, to, to monetize your blog, to create an ebook that provides value. Now, a, a number of people might listen to this and think, well, yeah, but it's freely available on my blog. Why would anyone purchase it as an ebook? And there's one word that answers that question, and that word is convenience. People will pay for the convenience. It is not convenient for me to come to your blog and have to click through on all these different posts just to find the content that I want and to go from one post to the next to the next to the next just to get a full idea of how to do whatever it is you're teaching them how to do. So that convenience is something that is worth paying for. I know this because you know, I've sold thousands and uh, thousands of dollars worth of this ebook. I don't know what the exact number is, but the last time I checked the stats, which was over a year ago, I think, it was at about fourteen thousand dollars worth of a twenty-seven, twenty-seven dollar ebook. At some points, it was thirty-five dollars. I think it's twenty-seven dollars now. I don't even know. This is terrible. 
<laughs> but you get the point. People are going to pay for convenience. So don't ever let that be something that makes you think, oh, man, no, it's freely available on my blog. Nobody's going to pay for it. Get that out of your mind. They're going to pay for it because it delivers value. And they're going to have the convenience of having it in one package. All right? So that's a pro tip. You know, As you're creating content, as you're thinking about the next three months of content or whatever period of time, start with that outline and then plan out that content so that when it's all said and done, you can repackage it as an ebook. Okay, so that's talking about the content. Now let's talk about the software. What software do you need uh, to create an ebook? And this is actually going to be very simple for most people because when it comes to creating an ebook, you can use whatever word processing program you are most comfortable with. Whichever one you're familiar with. I mean, are you using uh, Microsoft Word? If so, you can use Microsoft Word to create an ebook. If you're using Pages on the Mac, that's the that's the program that I like to use because I prefer that over Microsoft Word. I like the way it formats stuff. Now, Microsoft Word actually has come a long way. They're doing a much better job when it comes to the design elements. But Pages is the one that I prefer. Uh, if you don't have Microsoft Word or or Pages on a Mac, you can use Open Office. That's an open soft, uh, open source software that's available for both PC and Mac, and it's one hundred percent free of charge. Another thing you can use is Google Docs. Once again, one hundred percent free of charge. It's b- browser based, so you can do it. Once you have a, a a web browser, you can get access to Google Docs, and you can do that. It really doesn't matter which one you use; any word processor will work. All right, so that's easy. So if you were thinking, "Oh man, I don't have the right program," you do, and if you don't, it's available. You can even get it for free. It's that simple. I love it. All right. So you choose whatever word processing program you're going to use because you're familiar with it and you start writing. You just write and write and write and write. Or you take those posts that you've been creating because you've planned it out like the, 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 the smart genius that you are and you put them together in Microsoft Word, in Pages, in OpenOffice, in Google Docs. And now you have this. 30-page document, and that's just a random number that I threw out there, but now you have this great document um, that you can now fashion and mold into an awesome ebook. Now, the next thing we're going to go, the next place we want to go is formatting. Because yes, you have the content there, but you know what? When it comes to an ebook, especially in 2000 and Man, this is almost the end of 2015 now. Ebooks can be very visual uh, because you know you're not paying to print color photography. You're not pay- paying to, to 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 extra for the different design elements or anything of that sort. So format. So you you can do a whole lot with your ebook. Now I don't want you to go overboard and do all kind of fancy colors that makes it difficult to read and all that stuff. But I want to talk now about formatting. Formatting can help you to deliver your message in a clearer way. You don't want to just have a bunch of paragraphs of text and that's pretty much it. It, it. it makes it harder for that individual to read your content. 
But if there are things that you want to emphasize, you can bold those things. If there are things that you want to italicize, you can do that. You can underline words. Now, once again, you don't want to go to an extreme. If every sentence is bolded, italicized, underlined, that's just too much. But you want to find a good balance of bolding the things that are important or italicizing certain elements because that can help to get your message across. It can help to lead your the reader to important concepts. It can help to actually make your ebook easier to read. You can also include call-outs. So if there is a particular quote that you really want them to focus on, you can have a, a, a nice call-out box with that quote in there in a way that it stands out and it draws your audience's attention to that particular quote. All right, so the, the, there's a num- there are a number of things that you can do when it comes to formatting that helps to make your content, the, the message, to drive that message home even better. Now, I want to give you some additional tips in terms of making your ebook relatively easy, or I'm going to say make your ebook more of a joy to read. Tip number one keep your paragraphs relatively short. Okay? Don't have long paragraphs. People get tired when they read long paragraphs. Now, I know some of the academics out there are saying, no, these people are too lazy. We got to get them reading long paragraphs. And not, no, stop it. Stop thinking it. Just, just let it fly out of your head right now. Keep your paragraphs relatively short. Use bold and italics to, to strategically emphasize key phrases and key words that will help you portray your message well. And as I mentioned, if there's, if there's a certain statement or a certain quote that you really, really, really want to draw their attention to, you want them to focus on it, use a call-out image. Uh, use a call-out box to highlight that quote. Now, if you come back to the show notes for this episode at becomeablogger.com slash 240, you're going to see examples of all of these things that I'm referring to. Um, so make sure to check it out, becomeablogger.com slash 240. So when it comes to formatting, I'm going to wrap this up. I want you to keep it super simple. K-I-S-S. Keep it super simple. I know some of you are thinking, keep it simple, stupid. I'm going to say, keep it super simple. I like that one better. It's nicer. It's not as mean as the one you were thinking. (laughs) All right. So use formatting elements Keep it simple, but use them strategically to emphasize key points. Let's move on. Now, one of the great features of ebooks that you don't have in a traditional book, this is one win for the ebook that traditional physical books just can't touch. You can't touch this. Okay. Sorry. I. I, I I go overboard sometimes. Please forgive me. Forgive me. I'm, I'm weird. I know. I'm weird. When I was teaching, my students had to forgive me a lot. You're going to have to forgive me if you're listening to my podcast. All right. That feature that ebooks have that traditional books can't touch is a very simple one. And that's the ability to insert links to relevant content. Now, here's what I did. 
because I think this makes my my ebook unique from many of the other books out there on physiology. By the way, the name of my book is Human Physiology for Regular People. I like that title. It's pretty cool. Anyhow, I have over a hundred videos on my biology blogs that my, on my biology blog that's related directly to the content of my ebook. Because you remember, my videos were based on my notes. And my ebook was based, based on my notes as well. So what I did is whenever I, I covered a concept in my ebook that related to uh, a video that I had on my blog, I linked to the video so that as they are reading that ebook, they can just click over and go to the video to get a more in-depth. Um, expand, and it's not necessarily even more in depth, but it's more visual because they can see the things that I'm showing them. I can I can use different illustrations and so on, and that helps to 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 enhance the value of that ebook. So. If you are creating an ebook that's, of course, related to the content on your blog, you can use that and you can link to the relevant content to enhance the value of the ebook. And that's one of the big selling points for me when it comes to promoting my ebook. If you don't understand something, if you need more clarification, you can just click on the watch video icon and it will take you directly to a video that explains this in greater detail. It's a beautiful thing. So feel free to link to relevant content. It's a beautiful thing. All right, so link to relevant content. Now I want to talk a little bit about images because once again, the beauty of this whole digital stuff is you don't have to pay uh, to print color images because you know if they want to print it, they could print it on their computers at home. I mean, on their printers at home, and that and that um uh that that's up to them. All right, so. When it comes to your ebook, you want it to be visually appealing, number one, but also by including images, you can really enhance the, 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 the content that you are, you are covering in your ebook. So when I am talking about the heart and I'm talking about the way the blood flows through the heart, I can not only just you know, have the, the text that explains it, but I can have a picture of the heart, a diagram of the heart, showing the different chambers and showing arrows as blood is flowing through from the right, ventricle, the right atrium to the right ventricle and then to the pulmonary circulation, etc., etc., etc. If I just say that, it can sound a bit you know, complicated, but if I show it to you, It'll make it easier for you to understand. So I want to highly recommend for you to use your ebooks. I mean, your use images in your ebooks. Don't overdo it, but use it in a way that can enhance the content of your ebook, enhance the experience for the person that is reading that ebook. So it's it 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 just makes it easier for them to understand. Now. When you're choosing images, this is going to be very important. You want to make sure that you have permission to use the images that you are using. Please, please do not, do not go to Google and do an image search for, the pic- for a picture of the human heart and then just take one of those pictures without knowing where it's coming from and put that in your ebook. That is copyright infringement. Most likely, unless it's public domain or creative commons or something of that sort. 
But the best way that I know of how to do this is by getting royalty-free images. Now, I personally invest in most of my images. And actually, there are a number of resources where you can find free, royalty-free images, free open-source image. I mean, um, uh, public domain images. And one of the places that I've used, and some of those images are in my ebook, is called Wikimedia Commons. Wikimedia Commons is a site that you can go to where there are images posted with different levels of permission. Some are public domain, some are creative commons, meaning that you are free to use them under certain terms. For example, some of the terms might be that if you use this image, you have to credit the, the, the creator of that image. Uh, in some cases, the Creative Commons terms might be you can use it freely, but not for commercial purposes. And that, of course, wouldn't work for this particular situation. Now, one of the royalty-free sites that I recommend is 123RF. 123RF, and that stands for royalty-free. At least I'm guessing that's what it stands for. Um, they have a lot of great royalty-free images. The cost is not as expensive as many others. The reason I don't use them is because I use the Dollar Photo Club, but that's closed to new members. I wish, I wish it wasn't because it's just $1 an image for the full quality image. Unfortunately, I shouldn't even mention it anymore because it's one of those things where I'm able to use it. But if you're not a member, you can't use it. So I shouldn't have brought it up. Let's just act as if I didn't bring bring it up. Um, but 123RF.com is a great place to find royalty-free images at a relatively affordable price. Um, there are a number of other free image sites, and I'll link to uh, some of that in, my, in the show notes for this episode. All right, so we've created our content. We've added the formatting elements. We've added some very cool images to help enhance our content. Where do we go from there? We got to export it as a PDF. That is the format that you're going to save this as. So if you're using Microsoft Word or Pages or whatever the case might be, it's generally the same. You go to File, Export, and save it as a, export it as a PDF. The reason for this is it's going to keep the formatting consistent regardless of whether they're watching it on their computer or on their phones or on a, 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 a tablet or whatever the case might be. It is going to look the way you create it to look. Now, if you did like a Microsoft Word file and they open it on a different program, it could look a little different. So PDF preserves the integrity of what you've created. All right. So save it. Export it as a PDF. Save it to your hard drive. You're good to go. You have an ebook. We've created. You see, that wasn't that hard. That wasn't that hard. That was pretty simple. You just write a document, make it look good, and export it as a PDF. Now, where do we go from there? Having a PDF ebook doesn't make money. Selling a PDF ebook makes money. So how do we go about selling it? Actually, you know, before I even go into selling, I'm going to talk about something that is not even in the show notes. But I think it's good to mention since we're dealing with an ebook. In some cases, you might create an ebook and you want to give it away as an incentive for someone to join your email list. Now, this is a question that has come come up in the coaching club in terms of how you do it. So I just want to briefly talk through how you're going to do this. <coughs> 
excuse me, sorry about that. With whatever email marketing service you're using, this is the way you're going to set it up. Let's say you're using GetResponse, which is the email marketing service that I use, the one that I recommend, and um, this is how you would do it. When someone signs up to your email list, they would get a, a welcome message. The first message that they get after they opt, opt in and, and maybe they double opt in so they confirm their email address, you will have an email that goes out to them immediately. In that email, you'll thank them for subscribing and say, here's the resource that I promised, and they can click here to get access to it. When they click on that link, it takes them to a page on your blog, one that's not um, you know, linked to in the sidebar or anything. It's not one that you advertise on the blog, but it's a link to a page where they can download the ebook. You can upload the ebook to your server and just put it as a link in that, on that page, and when they right-click on it, they can save it to their computer. So once again, the sequence is they sign up to your email list, they get a welcome email. In that welcome email, you tell them to click to get access to this resource, and that takes them to a page on your blog where you have a link to download the ebook. Now, in on that page, you might have a picture of the ebook, like the, the cover photo, cover image, and then they can you can just let them know, right click and and select save as, so that they can download that ebook. So that's how you would give it away for free. But let's say you want to sell the ebook, which is what this podcast episode is about, how to create and sell an ebook. So I got to talk about how to sell it. Now, there are so many different ways to sell your ebook. I'm not going to tell you all the different ways. I'm not going to cover them all because I'm going to tell you what, in my opinion, is one of the easiest and best ways to sell an ebook. And that is using a service called Gumroad. The reason why I love Gumroad, and I've tried a number of different services, I've tried a number of different systems, Gumroad really takes the hassle out of every step. It makes it very easy. You just take the file, you upload it, you give it a title, a description, you, 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 you set, set the price, and then it gives you a link. And you could just use that link and give it to someone, or you can have that link on your blog, and when they click on that link, it takes you to a sales page with a checkout process that Gumroads take, Gumroad takes care of. They deal with the purchase, they deal with delivering the ebook, they deal with the entire process, and you don't have to deal with any of the technical stuff, which is a beautiful thing. If the person that purchases the ebook has problems downloading, they can get it directly from download from Gumroad. You are you basically have to do nothing. I mean, it's that easy. The money just gets deposited into your bank account after two days and you are good to go. You don't have to set up a merchant account. You don't have to set up, you know, PayPal and all these different things. It's just easy. I've, I've yeah, I used to I used to sell and deliver my ebook myself using a plugin and all that kind of stuff. And every time there was a technical issue, I'd have to go in and check and yada yada yada. When I changed to Gumroad, that was it. I was done. I didn't have to do anything. I never even I hardly ever go in to check anything with Gumroad. All I do is look at the money when it comes in. It's a beautiful thing. So that's the entire process. 
you've created and now you are ready to sell your ebook you can tell them about it on your blog you can tell them about it in your emails in your emails that go out to your email list you can tell the world about it on social media you can just share it out there with everyone everywhere that needs your ebook and that's pretty much it that didn't sound difficult did it i hope not so I have a question for you. Have you ever created a book, an ebook? If so, what is the ebook about? I want to know. Head on over to becomeablogger.com slash 240. Let me know about it. I just want to see, you know, what kind of ebooks have you created? Becomeablogger.com slash 240. You can even feel free to link to that ebook. I want to I wanna see what you've done. Anyhow, I hope you got a lot of value from this episode. This episode was actually based on a blog post that I already did that I know it was a hot topic because, man, it has a, a ton of shares, so I thought I'd add a podcast episode to it, and I hope you got value from it. Anyhow, uh, thank you so much for listen, listening. I hope you got a lot of value from it, and if for some reason you're not subscribed to this podcast and you're just like stabbing a knife in my heart and 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 you just i i just i'm i'm in pain because you're not subscribed <laughs> okay maybe i'm not but head on over to becomeablogger.com slash podcast and you can find out about how you can subscribe so that this podcast episode whenever there's a new one it's gonna come to you you don't even have to come to me i'm gonna come to you <laughs> and if you're trying to start a blog so that you can create content inspire others and change the world while building your online business head on over to freebloggingvideos.com where you can get access to my free training to show you how to do just that. Freebloggingvideos.com. It's free, actionable, and awesome. That's it for this episode. This is Leslie Summer from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care and God bless. 888 8, 8, 8,